Sound man, Sean Allen Lewis, certified audio professional and engineer for the show. Yeah, oh, talking about yeah, you're scratching it's right now. Sacrifice his own for you. Right Look at that turntable. Look at Sean go on the turntable. Sean, look how happy Sean is right look now. Look at, at his eyes. You know like what? He's scratching records. Yeah, bro. His eyes are spot. There's like oh. a. <laughs> Dude, I've never seen this. You're like emeralds. He's all lit up. I know. That's all it took. <laughs> scratch your record. Scratching. I try to tell him. Homeboy doesn't listen to me on the first go around. Guys. Well, no, no. I'll tell you. Oh, come on. Who do we got? I'm telling you. Come on. I've got a come gentleman, on. man, that has been a close friend of mine for the last 17, 18 years. This guy. Yes. Used to work for me. Long time ago. Okay. Worked for Boy, you. This guy, he worked for me. This guy was my, uh, was my, uh, my assistant right hand man. Okay. Started off where I got um, uh, suspended, a suspended driver's license. Okay. All right. I'm blowing up. I'm building a company called Famous Stars and Straps. Wait, We're wait, on wait. fire. Wait okay? a second. Wait a second. Okay. Hold on a second. Hold on one second. Yes, sir. How does. A guy like you, mm. right? Mm. A mountain of style, mm. a Southern Californian legend, mm. right? Mm. That rolls with all these lowrider dudes, mm. right? It's all about a car. Mm. How does a guy like you get a suspended <laughs> license? I'm going to tell you exactly <laughs> what happens, okay? Wait, before, and wait, sorry, I don't mean, I don't mean to... I don't want to put a kink in the hose, so I'm okay. sorry. Right. But we also, I think we got to let these people know that this gentleman... I don't know. Has anyone ever heard of Lenny and Larry's cookies? Okay. <laughs> Listen, bro. Okay. The the ultimate protein cookie. The right. complete. The right. complete cookie. The complete. With the two crazy dudes on on the fucking Lenny the hair. and Larry. Lenny and his the, dad. His this gentleman's dad was Larry. Yes. Oh my okay. God. What's that like, dude? All that money. Yeah. That's, <laughs> oh. Um. We're gonna get. I'm gonna get to the uh, suspension. This this guy, man. This dude, bro. We were close. You worked for me. I got a suspended license because I started making. I started making some good money, and I had. <laughs> I was obsessed with a with a, a hemi truck. Okay. Hemi trucks come out. All right. And there was a 500 horsepower truck that came out. Right, which you need in LA. And I had I had to have that. On thing, the streets man. of LA, okay. you have to have it. Yeah, it had SRT 10. It's a, basically had a Viper engine and a truck. Okay? okay. And I had to have this truck. And I picked it out off the lot, brand new. Okay. <laughs> Ordered it, bro. Two weeks later, they called me. Him picked up the truck. 
with 13 miles on it. Drove it off the lot. Damn. Okay? When it got rims on it the same day. Oh. Racing brakes, the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking exhaust system. Everything hooked up. So right. I, I, you can hear me coming from two blocks away. Part of what got me suspended. And I could not drive this thing under 75 miles an hour on the streets. Just, just, you had everywhere. To, you just right. had to fucking show people. It was crazy, man. It, had to, it was built to go fast and you went fast. I got in there and uh, I take my thinking cap off every right. time I get in the driver's seat. <laughs> so, uh, Inglewood Police Department, because I had bought a home in Inglewood, I was living in Inglewood, these guys started to just I recognize that place. me. Fucking, they could hear me coming and they were on to me. And I was speeding everywhere. And I think I accumulated <laughs> six speeding tickets in a 90-day period, roughly. Oh, holy yeah. shit. That's no, like five. a record. It was five. And they suspended my license. And they suspended me for wait, six how months. Do you, okay, so wait. First off, you got a you got tickets in L.A.? Speeding tickets in L.A.? Speeding tickets Like in on LA. the streets. So on somehow, the freeway, dude, streets, everywhere. And I, let me just tell you how hard that is in L.A. Because I've been here... 15 years? A long time. And I've had zero speeding tickets. Okay. Yeah, but it's probably... But, but you got to remember, I'm in a brand new silver Hemi truck <laughs> that you can hear coming from two blocks away, and the thing's nothing but muscle. Right. I mean, this right. is testosterone right. pumping it's down a, the it's, street, it's, mu it's a fucking muscle Dude, on a fucking you wheel truck. Oh. Fucking beast, bro. People Dude. would stop and take pictures. Like, can we take a picture in front of your truck? Like, that's it how was. It was. A giant know? silver thing. This thing looked like, honestly, this thing looked like a giant, like, silver fucking in dwarf fist on fucking wheels. And, yeah. like, you couldn't see over the hood. It, no, was, it was scary. Right? Tony? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, I get suspended. And so, originally, Tony Tony and me were... Uh, so, Tony's the guest. Tony Crouch is the guest, all right? Yep. Tony Crouch. Tony! Tony! Tony. Hey, Tony! Woo. Hey, Tony! What's the matter, Tony, you, honey? Thanks for having me. Hey, Tony. Thank Tony. you for coming Appreciate in, Tony. Oh, uh, look at his face. Uh, and, He's so excited. Let me just say this. I'm going to give you the real quick, quick, quick download real quick of yeah, this thing. Yeah, yeah. Tony's working for me. Right. And Tony was uh, started out as uh, as dr uh, driving for me, but Tony uh, the Tony, Silver but, Beast. Uh, so well, he was driving the Beast a little bit. He was driving his own truck. He was running around and, and doing things. Shit, man! If I needed to pick my kids up from school, yeah, Tony had to go pick them up because I couldn't. Wow! Huh? I had to take my kid to baseball practice. Tony would have to take him. Dry cleaning. Dry cleaning. I mean, everything, dude. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Starts out like that. Right. But as my license comes back, I've got Tony, and Tony's just good at everything he does right so we I, i'm building this brand this and tony starts coming with me to what retail brand? famous stars and straps got it blowing this thing up right in california i've got uh, salespeople working underneath me i've got tony showing up at my house every morning at nine o'clock and we've got different things to do he's He's assisting me with everything I'm doing from street promotions, guerrilla marketing, retail support, dropping off orders, picking up stuff from the print shop, you know, everything, In going to photo shoots, video shoots and getting brands to celebrities. And he's doing everything with me to make it happen. And, you know, he got to see firsthand how I was building this company for a couple years. He was right alongside of me watching this whole process go down. Tony motherfucking crap. Yeah, asking a lot of questions, doing a lot of stuff. I asked him to do things that weren't in his job description. And uh, I watched Tony get excited about this whole process. Right. About watching a brand build, about watching this thing grow and how you could affect 
what the company does from marketing and promotional standpoint. He saw Absolutely. it actually work long before a, a long before all these fucking internet seminars man, on how to market. Shit, man! It's <laughs> right, Tony. <laughs> no, yeah. He was up close and personal oh, watching yeah, the man. thing happen right in front I mean, of his eyes. Tony was we didn't have throwing, internet. Tony was even throwing out ideas at me. Why was don't we do this? Why don't we do that? Why don't you, you should do this? I'll go do this. I'll go. You know and. and I mean, I remember me and Tony putting up wheat paste posters and stickers and shit places, you know, like whatever it took, man, he was down. And, um, you know, I ended up that uh, that that. Jo- well, you know what? How? What do you remember about Tony? There was a lot of crazy stuff, Tony. But I, come on, Tony. What was going on back look, there, look Tony? at his face. I love his Talk face. Talk to me about that. I, just, I remember uh, I had to be there at 9 a.m. And if I was a minute late, I was in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> was he ever late? Yeah, he was late a couple and, times, and, but and, not uh, after that, not too much. And if I didn't show up to a meeting hey, with wait, a wait, wait, pen wait. and a piece of paper, then the meeting wasn't going to happen. <laughs> 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 wait a second, wait a second, yeah, wait a second. Dude. So let me ask you a question, Tony. What happens to you? First of all, you know who Steve is, right? I'm just saying to this day, yeah. I never show up to a meeting without a a pencil and a piece of paper. Jesus Christ! And I Christ. tell everybody the same thing. I say you better come back when you have a piece of university paper. University, University of Lucky. Yeah, yeah. Lucky yeah. University. Yeah. 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 And let me ask Very you a question. What, so when you show up late, because listen, I know, I know. <laughs> listen, was, so what would he do? Like, what happens to you when you show up late to Steve's thing, and he's got a day he's got to do? What does he do? Like, he's like, bro. Uh, he goes, if you do this again, you, you just shouldn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, good, dude. Oh, so good. He struck the fear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In me. Yeah. To just be better. To right. To just be prepared. Right. To show up and do what you're supposed to do and, and handle you your business. Have you ever told someone now that showed up late to your thing? Have you ever told someone like, hey. Have you ever been like, hey, yeah. you do this again, don't well, bother coming back? I mean, the problem with today's generation is they won't come back. <laughs> 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 they're, they're gone. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a different time and it's a different you know, line. All right. I mean, so now you got a pen and a paper. You got a pen and a paper. And at, at this time, there was no email on the phone. So oh, he would shit. have to sit at the desk all day. And work on emails because he was getting hundreds of emails, and he would basically give me a list of things to do, and I would leave, and I, I mean, and I would have to handle them, and then I'd have to report back at three or four or whatever, and yeah, and let him know what happened out in the field. Yep. Holy shit! And then I remember the uh, the sidekick came out. Uh huh. Yeah. Who's the and sidekick? It's a uh, that old flip the flip phone. phone. Oh, okay. Phone. And you could email off of it. And you could email off of it. And he it blew it blew his mind. He like, <laughs> yeah, he, dude. He's like, now you're not gonna go eat lunch. You're not gonna go and you know stop. All, you're not doing stuff. I'm gonna be sitting next to you in the car. Yeah. And I can answer people in emails. Yes. I and, love it. So dude, then we were yeah. rolling together. Yep. All yeah. over downtown. We went to Ontario to the headquarters. I'd sit outside in the car while he was in meetings. Right. Yeah, retailers yeah. and everything. Hey, dude, let me ask you a question. When when Steve goes to a meeting, right? When Steve goes to a meeting, like it's in headquarters in Ontario. People don't know Ontario, California. It's like in the Inland Empire. It's like fucking in. When Steve goes to a meeting, how does Steve dress for a meeting? Just like he's dressed right now. Which is what? Which is what? (laughs) Which is what? Tank top. Yeah. 
shorts. Yeah. Nice shoes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With his fucking tattoos on, yeah. right? Yeah, just ready. Yeah. And then did anybody say to Steve, Never. like, hey, hey, you're not <laughs> dressed appropriately, bro. <laughs> hey, Steve, you got to go get, you know what? You can't come in here dressed like yeah, that. Nobody said that to here. you. Nobody there, tells you that. Bro. There's very few people that, that are are not excited to see Steve walk into a room. I bet. I'm telling you. I, I bet. Mean, he can come in however he wants to come in, and everyone's just like, <laughs> oh, my God, he's here. Let's go. Oh, I love it. Let's be ready. Right. So, dude, so, oh, wait, so wait, would you be, like, chilling in the Silver Beast while he was in a meeting? A couple times. And then what would you, did you ever, times. like, what would you do when you sit there? You, like, well, fuck around with a stereo? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, this was before podcasting. This was before right. anything. So there wasn't a lot to do. You would, I would listen to the radio and I would I'd start reading the paper because prior to Steve, I worked in publicity and my job was basically to read the trades and highlight and cut out pictures of our clients and send them off to right. the clients. So I would always make sure that if I wanted to get a cup of coffee at a 7-Eleven or did something, I would always grab a LA Times or a New York Times or whatever and I would just put it there and I would just sit and read, just yeah, like Tony always had. He, he read read the newspaper, which was something that impressed me. I love that. Yeah, I yeah, love so. to this that. day I read. The, I mean, yeah. I love the newspaper. It's like an old yeah. codger. It is, man. It <laughs> is. It's cool uh, though. It's cool. You know what though? And and Tony, that's not the only thing about him that's like that. Like Tony, one thing I'll say about Tony is Tony showed up with like a work ethic. Like when we had to work and fucking like, I might have been making. Three, four hundred, and I'm not trying to brag. I might have been making three, four hundred grand a, a, a year. Yeah. But I opened up some fucking boxes and repacked some shit, right? Yeah. Right. You weren't too good oh, yeah. to do the fucking leg. No work. fucking no. way, bro. Right. And Tony, you know, when I'd say we got shit to haul and shit to move, and he'd be, he, I'd never get like a grim face out of him. Right. He's, because his face guy, is always grim. Right. He's always, right. <laughs> he's always <laughs> that kind of a Tony grim. He got no fucking problem. He has a work ethic. And listen, he wouldn't have lasted one second. If he didn't have how one, long you know? did he last a couple of years now let me ask you a question first okay hold on a second now like people sitting at home all right you don't you don't really see what the look here like you know you've seen steve steve's you know uh, southern california mountain big guy big fucking tattoos strong and then and then tony's kind of like i don't know smallish he's like anything he's got kind of a um i don't what i don't know what you would call his face but anyway these are like two guys that you wouldn't normally see together like they're two opposites a little bit so it looks like a maybe like an like a uh, an olympic swimmer from <laughs> from malibu right right okay and so the question that i have for you tony is like when did the opportunity open up to work with Steve? How did that actually unfold? It's a good question. I um, were we at Toast? Yeah, we were having breakfast one morning for you guys a after a meeting, mm -hmm. and I had just lost uh, a job as like a busboy. <laughs> Damn, or something like I, I, I just and I was like I was out. I was down and out. I mean, I don't even know if I had a play. I mean, I just. I knew that I was not going to make it in the restaurant business too long. How did you know that? Um, How did you know that? Well, at the time, I, I just, uh, I had a, I have, I have issues with people that request certain things and want things done specific <laughs> ways. So, wait a second, so wait a second, in, wait a second, wait a second, yeah. hold in on. In Los hold Angeles, on. when someone wants me to substitute something or, you know, they want to be to leave something out, I would always 
fuck it up. I mean, mm. I, I couldn't get it right. <laughs> so because this know, is the land of the special order. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it was like, you know. All right. Yeah, so, so so you knew you were like, fuck, I'm done. Fuck yeah. I, I'm I toast. I knew they wanted. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's not dealing with one person, you know, one person who wants something specifically done. It's easy because you kind of can gauge and you kind of see like, OK, I get it. I know what he wants. This is, I mean, 50, 100 people a day <laughs> that are coming in and asking for, Busting you know, too much ice, not enough ice, coffee. Tea, I mean, the whole thing. And I just and I, I remember you back then, dude. And, yeah. You weren't like you're smiling. You're a sunshine man. Now, back then, he was a little more dark yeah, clouds, yeah, bro, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tony yeah. Crouch was famous for being like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, even yeah. imagine. The okay, crouch. So, the grouch. The grouch. Yeah. That's right. Crouch the grouch. Okay. So then let me ask you. OK, so you're you, OK. So you're having breakfast with Steve. Right. Just. Like for you know, just after a meeting, fellowship, right, right. Of, you know what? It's all you know, right. And you're like, man, I just lost my busboy job, Steve, and I'm not long for this restaurant world. I don't know what I'm gonna do. No, I think what happened was he didn't have a license and he didn't have a choice because there wasn't anyone else uh -huh. at the breakfast mm -hmm, mm -hmm, that was like a grouch mm -hmm. and down on his luck and didn't have right, much right, going right, on. Right, right, right. So right. I was easy picking. Yeah, I'll pay you to drive me. He's like, I'll pay you to drive me because yeah. who the hell is going to drive me? Yeah. And I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. For him, it was like the, the worst. And heavens, for me, it was the best. Right. Yeah, heaven's yeah, parted. I'm like, You oh, were like, oh, there God. really is a God. Yeah, I'm like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> I can drive. <laughs> was there any part of you that was nervous? Like, oh, man. Now I'm driving around Steve. I don't know, like, you know, what's going to happen. I was so fucked up back then. Like, I didn't even know what nervous was. Yeah. I mean, wasn't. I just. Not at all. I just, Tony, Tony wasn't even like that. Not at all. I mean, man. I just figured if something happened, then. That's what was what the was deal? How much were you going to get? How much was he going to get paid to drive Steve around? Do you I remember? I think paid I, me pretty good. Yeah, I think I did pay you pretty was good. Was it like Four hundred bucks a week. Yeah, something and it was like cash. that. Cash, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was every so, Friday he would give me four hundred bucks. Yeah. 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 And I remember if I if before I before there if, was Uber. Before there was Uber, and yeah. if I if I told him, oh, I'm paying you extra, or I or it is that Tony yeah. would be right there, be like, hey, wait. <laughs> you told me <laughs> There was no undercut in Tony Oh he didn't like, hey, forget that in. Hey I brought you Hey but you said that I was gonna, yeah, Okay <laughs> Here you so, go Tony's 400 You said it's an extra yeah. 50 Because I went and got you that breakfast bagel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there would be extra You know I'd have to get there earlier Sometimes earlier like 730 mm -hmm. Yep and I'd have you do sometimes yeah. like late shit And hey yeah. you're gonna stay after I'm gonna take care of you I mean, You yeah. know but it, it all it all worked out good and um uh and you know listen i'm not i i think i i i've said before i go i i constantly go out of my way to make sure that my employees have what they need that they're pay that i'll fuck myself over and make sure that my employee has what they need right i i, I but you've been on that. the other end of absolutely, that shit absolutely man and i'm also there was a lot going on with me towards the end of that thing where i wasn't your normal boss that was showing up with you know, uh, wrapped so tightly. There was, I mean, I had times where I was in, in the middle of a fucking relapse and I had Tony showing up and I'm like, hey, Tony, you come back in a couple hours. Man. A little bit busy right now. Yeah, I could tell the door would be open and he'd be like leaning back in his chair and like just waiting for me to pull up so he could tell me to go home. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, no work. Yeah, yeah there, was some, there was some craziness. Um, but to this day, he's been the best boss I've probably ever had in my life. 
Right. And I've had hundreds of jobs. Because some dudes that would be on one might take Tony, uh, might, might be like Tony. There's some people that are after me. Well, we got to do some <laughs> investigations right now. We got to do a stakeout. Come on, Tony. I'm not paying you for nothing. Listen, we're going to do a... I'm going to lay down in the back seat. You're going to drive around. <laughs> we almost did some shit like that. Too. Yeah. A couple uh, close calls. Yeah, yeah, there was a couple yeah. close calls like that. I think, th- I think sometimes... Uh, sometimes I think uh, Tony was uh, accompanying me with some... To some pretty crazy situations. Like stuff that looked just like, I don't know. I mean, there was definitely some some times where we had to go meet some of my sketchy homies. <laughs> yeah. Some, you know, some killers or something, or some fucking Tony, were you crazy ever dope deal was going down or something? And Tony's oh, just yeah. like, I'm just like, hey, you just sit there and just chill out. <laughs> and I go handle this. And you know. And Tony, were you tripping? Were you like, uh uh, I'm just gonna eyes forward. Yeah. Eyes forward. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. just yeah, I was Tony cool. was I good like that. Yeah. I was just right mind on. his own business. Not a lot to say, just listen, yeah. pay yeah. attention. Yeah. I, I mean it's it's a learning experience. Just, right, you know, bro. And, yeah, and that's one reason why Tony uh hung around because Tony understood to mind your own business. Right. You know, just right. not ask too many questions. Do you, you know? Right. And act right, you know, not start acting all retarded. You know? So <laughs> And I got excuse. I don't mean to offend any retarded people out there. Right, of course. Um, But, uh, you know, Tony was, you know, another thing was that Tony had a, uh, an attraction to the, to the whole culture in general. He kind of just flowed right into all sorts of stuff. I mean, he was getting cartoon. He was seeing cartoon early on for tattoo work. Oh, right. uh, Around me and Esteban and cartoon a lot and kind of fell into that circle and Elliot and I remember, I remember Elliot. Elliot. Elliot was your sponsor. And so it was like that whole crew. And the other thing also was because I had the shop on Melrose. Elliot was an intense dude. And Elliot was my manager of my clothing store. I, I hired remember Elliot. that. And I made him my sub rep. And so I've got at some point in time, I've got Elliot working for me and Tony working for me. Oh, huh? so we, good. It was like a, it, there was a lot going on back then. And um, it was good times, man. We, we all got to because... We were kind of newly sober, everybody, and it's like a lot of things were unfolding, and it was. Uh, it was Did an you have time. any tattoos when you hooked up with Steve? Yeah, they're just they're old though. They like bullshit yeah, tattoos. Yeah, they were bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had Mr. Car. Did Mr. Cartoon do a tattoo for yeah, you? Yeah, so he. Uh, he. I was at the shop. Yeah. And behind the counter, they had a picture that cartoon had drew on the wall and yeah. so i went up to elliot and i said i want that picture and he's like too bad this is like ours right and i said well who did it and he said well actually this tattoo artist you know mr cartoon i had no idea who he was right so i said okay well if i can't have that then maybe he'll tattoo that on me and so that's what happened so then i reached out and Elliot, like you mentioned, is not is is a tough dude. He goes, "Oh yeah, here's his email. Just send like a hundred bucks to this PO box. Go get back to you." So like, I had to wait six months. Meanwhile, these guys are like talking to him probably like once a week. Yeah. So like, I'm waiting patiently for this email back from his assistant for like some time, and he's like, "Yeah, come in." He's like, "Well, all right, you know." So that's that's how me and Cartoon. Got together. What? Which one is it? He's it's all over him, dude. Yeah. He's got a no. Which him. one's the one he's talking oh, about right now? On my chest. On my, my yeah. Chest come on, piece. let's go. So here you go. And and what what is it, dude? It's like a it's like, it's a, like a block. Store, it's a, a liquor store. It's yeah, the whole thing. So Tony Crouch, so. I guess because you spent so much time in the car driving yeah. through the streets. Tony Crouch basically got an image of the Los he Angeles so streets. with us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that he's like, dude, I want uh, the uh, an L.A. Yeah, city just, block on my chest. Yeah. Basically what happened. Awesome. Awesome. And then it just kind of 
Spiral. Yeah. Look at his arm. I know. Done by tunes, man. Exactly. Uh, that's I some mean, serious guy, shit. Yeah, not a lot of people. Uh, and it wasn't like this guy was rolling in dough. Right. And got cartoon tattoos. No. This guy was like saving and putting away money and spending all, all of his nickels and dimes to get this work done by by tunes. He had been touched by him. He's like, man, this is going to do. He's yeah. going to do all my. But shit. dude, Super. I don't understand that because isn't he the Lenny and Larry's guy? Like, how is it that he doesn't? No, no, have this any... is prior to all that. What does that mean? What do you mean? <laughs> hey, wait a second. <laughs> so let's get back up. Let's get yeah, back yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Just... So one thing that's interesting, and this is really about life in general, and this is a big. This is something a big reason why Tony's even here. You know, I'm building this, and I'm a few years older than Tony, quite a few years older than Tony, and Tony's like, we get together and we work, and I'm having a lot of success with this brand, and it's something that I know how Famous. to do. Right. And and Tony's like, yeah, when did you get into the clothes? Oh, but you've been doing this a long time. Like, <laughs> okay, you're successful at it, because what am I going to do? What do I <laughs> have to do? What Man, I don't have something that I, I got to get passionate. And, and, and then we'd have these long talks about how do you come upon success? What's the recipe? And Tony and, is, is, is trying. He's, he's, he's saying, like, I don't have anything. He's you got to all this stuff. His, yeah, he's like, he's like, but it makes sense. So what's happening to me is making sense to him. But he's saying, but I don't really have that. I want to find my passion. And he's like. Maybe I'm going to do stand-up comedy. And Dude, you thought you were going to do... Hold on, hold on, Stop the fucking press. I did some, right? I did. Yeah, I, did. I took a class in stand-up comedy. Yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> like, yeah, bro. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a fucking yeah, second. Because yeah. we just got done saying... Like, this dude, right, he couldn't handle people, a bunch of different orders, special orders, and he was bumming out at Toast because he couldn't do the restaurant. And then he was saying, like, yeah, and he was crouched the grouch. He wasn't the happiest dude. Mm -hmm. So how did you come up with that you could do stand-up comedy? Well, I, I watch comedy, com I mean, constantly, <laughs> and you hear that they're all miserable. <laughs> that's where it comes from, right? That's where right, they, they right. try like, to make light of life because they basically all want to kill themselves. They're all like drunk. <laughs> right? So, so Tony Crouch is like, so I'm like, maybe I fit in with those hey, people. Tony Crouch is like, let's yeah. see. Okay, so to be a comedian, first thing is you need misery. That's me. I'm going to yeah. take a class. What happened at the class? It went well. I mean, you know. What I, was your joke? Do, do you remember uh, No, anything? so, so he, um, Steve gave me some advice. He said, you don't even have to write a joke. Just stand up there because you're funny enough <laughs> as is, but you don't have that's to say true. anything. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. that's kind of, I just, that's where I stopped. What did you do? You just went up and stood up there it was and a, people laughed at you? It was an improv class. So, you know, we, we had, they said like, you know, act like a chicken. And then you start acting <laughs> like a chicken and yeah, do yeah, this. Yeah, and then yeah, at yeah, the yeah, end yeah. of the six weeks, you know, you would, I mean, it wasn't a stand up. It was more improv. So yeah. like, yeah the end we'd have an audience and they'd throw out like a word like like uh i don't know like bar and then we'd all act like we're in a bar and then you know whatever it is and it was would, just an intro do you know class. how much money i would have paid to have seen that yeah, yeah. man do you understand Crazy. i love to see tony crouch do that yeah okay this so dude was, anyway, this dude was, was awesome. I, tony was very much and i think he still is in a lot of ways he was a war he was a warrior man like he was constantly concerned with what he was gonna do in life, or <laughs> what's gonna, and he still does. Yeah. He still does. So, and then there was this big resistance for going to work for your father. You didn't want to oh, go yeah, to work. Oh, for, oh, you oh. didn't want to do that. You know. Okay, so you guys are in the in the in. So you guys are spending a lot of time together. Absolutely. And he's seeing what's working for you. Yeah. And he's like, I'm in this comedy class. I'm miserable, but I don't know what I got. And you're like, dude. 
And so how does how does how do you show him what he has of value in his life at the time? Like at well, what point do you realize like, oh wait a second, you're sitting on a fucking like a gold mine, son. Like, what do you mean? What wait a minute. Mean? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't know that I ever saw him sitting on a gold mine. What did you see? What you are you see? talking about well, right now? Okay, <laughs> so we just said that he had no prospects and he's worrying about life. And then at some point, he's got this resistance to working for his dad that's got a cookie company that honestly, it, it, it was well known. And no, it's, bro. That you, they, see, you're going, you're, you're on some other page that isn't. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what happened. Okay. All right, do it. That, People don't understand. Lenny and Larry's was not well known. Lenny and Larry's was nothing. It was just some little cookie company that didn't mean shit. Nobody knew what Lenny Get and Larry's was. Get the fuck yes, out of here. Tony, like he said Lenny and Larry's, and nobody knows what Lenny and Larry's is. It's like my dad has a cookie company. I don't want to work. I go, yeah, I wouldn't want to work for <laughs> a fucking cookie company either, man. That okay. is so hilarious. So, as all this is going down, what ends up happening is I end up leaving uh, Famous and going and building the hundreds. But through this process of some shit falling apart, me walking away from stuff, I end up having to let go of some employees. And Tony's one of them. <sighs> and Tony ultimately ends up having to do some different things and ends up going to work for his father. And it's, it's kind of in resistance, too. You didn't really uh, want to do why it. Didn't you wanna wanna why, why don't you want to work for your dad, man? Come on. Well, you know, part of it is to become your own man. Like right. That's, you want to you want to be able to do something where to separate yourself from the family. It's always been something I've wanted to do. Is just like I want something that's mine. Like I don't want to have to. I always thought of like a family business or working for. It's like I'm I'm less than. Like if I have something that's mine, then at least it's mine. And I don't. You Dude, know, that's it's so this crazy. Weird thing. It's this weird thing that I. That's just, so crazy. So like on some level tone. Like you're looking at this thing and you feel like if I go and work with my dad, it's kind of like a cheat. It's like yeah. a cop out. I'm privileged. I'm privileged. And you yeah, didn't want to be privileged? I I, I, I did not want to be privileged. Listen, I, but I, I don't, I don't, wait, but look, I got to interrupt. I got to interrupt. Do it. It's not Lenny and Larry's cookies that you're thinking, bro. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not thinking that. I get okay. it now. I get it now. I it's was, just, this is this is little Lenny and Larry's. Nobody heard of him. It was just kind of an off brand. They're not making. No, I mean, he's he's barely just making enough to live on, right? Yeah. I mean, he, he he's not. I mean, so explain on. that. So explain that. <clears throat> so um, at the time, I was managing a sober living, mm -hmm. and then I had to get back in the restaurant business, <laughs> and they. They let me live there for free, so I was making money, like living there. Right. Um, and I would get together with my dad, with my family, you know, every Sunday or you know, periodically for dinner. Right. And he would always kind of like throw the carrot out there, say, "Hey, you know, I got this business. I could take care of you." Right. You know, you know, if you want, if you come work with me, then you know we'll be all right. We, I'll, you know, you, you'll have he money. Wanted his son. He want, and he you'll wanted his son. Yeah, he goes, come work with me. I mean, you know, when I was a kid getting in trouble, I would work with in this his <laughs> warehouse doing gumballs and this whole thing. So, <laughs> so finally, I said, all right, how much money do you want to pay me? I mean, how much are you gonna pay me? And he said like twenty eight hundred bucks a month. And I was like, oh my god, this is like. That's a good. That's this a good a, gig, right? I I could get out of the sober living and go right. like get an apartment, and I could this. All right, and he goes, I'll take care of health insurance and like you know. I'll was your, your dad car. cool? Like, was he like a hard man to be around? <sighs> For me, yes. Why? Yes. Why? Why? He's he's a. Uh, he's very energetic, you know. He, what does uh, that mean? What he, are you he, saying? He's a. Uh, 
he you know he he wasn't as open you know I, I mean look he's he's more open with other people than he is with his son i feel like the the bond between a father and a son is you always feel like you want to teach your son and you want to show your son what you did which limits my um it limited it just put like a harness on like my creativity and my thought process and the way that I wanted to go about business. And it was only because it was the father son. There's nothing wrong with my father, but just the dynamic of having a father and a son, you always wanted I felt like he always wanted to teach me what he did. And Dude, it, it stifled me. So I've heard I, that I've heard that from so many people where they're like, no matter how old you get no matter how much you accomplish, no, how mu no matter how much you earn, your dad or your mom is always going to look at you as the little fucking kid that they clean the diapers. Right. Right? Yeah. And, exactly. that, and so you felt like I was stuck in that. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, like, like Steve said, you know, we would go and ride around and I'd say, what about this? What about this? And, and he didn't say no. I mean, he didn't say yes, but he didn't say no. Right. You know, where my dad was like, nah, 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 nah. Just go, yeah. just go over here and, 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 you know, do this. And, and that's basically, what I mean, it the, didn't, it, my, my self-esteem at the time wasn't oh high as God. is. And then you got somebody saying like, oh yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Okay. Us. So let, let's, let's this. be real. Let's just, sh let's just fucking be real. So let's just be real. What was the dream that you had that you told your dad? And he was like, that's not for you. What was the one that really hurt the most? Well, I wanted to open up. I wanted to make Lenny and Larry's like a Helms Bakery concept where I bring in cartoon and we have cars and we go to like AYSO games and we open the truck and it's like some like old school feel where we're slanging these cookies and muffins because it's for the kids and maybe we collaborate with like a coffee thing or you know we just figure out how to do this whole thing from like a brand standpoint of view you know what i mean like I love do that. more events i mean i wanted to do like a trade show and he said no we can't do it it's not in the budget and i'm like well how are we supposed to let the world know that we even exist if we can't set up a shop and go do it there so Holy that was shit, my like dude, i wanted to I do remember, stuff like that i remember this dude working going to his dad and working for his dad and coming to me and saying Dude, I want to sit down with you. I have these ideas that I want to present to my father and his company. And he come to me with these ideas like, okay, if I wanted to make hoodies and hats, yeah. I couldn't, I, could, I want to go to the embroidery. Brother, brother, brother. And then he'd be like, uh, okay, so I want to introduce and do trade shows. Like where, and how do I find out? It's like, he would come to me with all this stuff, bro. I saw what he was doing. And all he wanted to do was he wanted to bring his marketing abilities, his vision to this company that his dad had. Right. He was like, this is some square ass fucking company. They just do like, and it's like, and he wanted to bring it and like make this shit relevant. And like, he wanted to like infuse it with dope shit. Right. He wanted to make it like cool. Right. And a place that he would enjoy being around. He wanted to bring like the art that he liked and the creativeness and stuff. And he wanted to bring it and infuse it into his dad's business. Right. Knowing that this would work or that there was an opportunity. Because and he started working with you. Right. And you got to remember, man, this, this company, nobody knew what this shit was, bro. 
Lenny and Larry's. Like you could say that shit over and over, and nobody. Knew. Listen, in all fairness, mm-hmm. the name Lenny and Larry's isn't that great. <laughs> not that great, right? Okay. It sounds like <laughs> right. two Jewish guys. Right. That exactly. are trying to, and, and and that's that's no like, disrespect. Right. No I disrespect. Think that's what I said when he first told me. <laughs> Lenny, Lenny and Larry's. Larry's. Like, uh, fucking. Yeah. What is this going to be? Gefilte fish cookie? Yeah. Exactly. And then he would. And then Tony would come back. He would come back. Frustrated, man. I would get the phone call from him saying, dude, it's like with the new partner or with this guy. They're like, they just tell me no. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go do, go. You're supposed to do this. Why don't you just do that and stop thinking about all this? Right? Yeah, pretty much. What is, okay, so let me, we're right there. Not giving him an opportunity. So let me ask you this then. So right around there, right? What is, what is it that beyond the father-son dynamic? Because I'm assuming that other people in the company were also like, eh, this kid here. He's yes. all excited about tattoos. What the fuck does he know? We've been fucking, we've been out there shoveling these fucking cookies for like 15 years. And then Mr. Tattoo Man comes in here and he's going to tell us how to do the business. Right. Fuck that shit. So what was it? What do you really think was behind that resistance? Like, were they afraid of success? I think that having a partner's hard especially two that are different, yeah. you know? And I think that um, what I was pushing was from like a mo- – it costs money, and there's not a huge ROI on it. Both of them have sales background, so what they think of as a ROI is I'm going to sell this into this account, and they're going to pay me, and that's the ROI. Not that like if I send a box of cookies to, you know, um, Travis Barker that he's going to like – they're going to get a picture of them. And the next thing you know, everyone's going to be like, what are these, you know what I, or whatever, you know what I'm you right. Know what a I mean? publicity so, for the product yeah. from a celebrity who's actually using it. Exactly. Which is going to be worth way more than a box of cookies. Right. Like, old school guys. But they couldn't see, see that. And, and you know, Growth is hard for people. I mean, some people are okay being the way that they are. I mean, not everybody wants to grow. They and got comfortable. And, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, it's scary. You know, I mean, from a production standpoint of view, from an inventory based on your background, I mean, there's all these different factors that come into play. And I think that for they saw what I wanted to do and how big I wanted it to grow. And they were just resistant to get it to a place that they couldn't control the brand. And that's inevitably what happened is, you know, when you're getting purchase orders and you're getting people that want your product and you can't produce it and you start having quality control issues and things start happening, you start to lose control of like who you are and you feel like you're inadequate because you can't handle the load, which I feel like both of them being older knew what I was saying was going to get them there and they just weren't ready to go there. They wanted to move at their pace. How long? Yeah. Fear of success. How long had your dad in, in, in Larry and Lenny, how long had they been in the cookie business when you started to say, Hey, what's up? I'd say like three years, two or three years. I mean, his partner was in it for much longer, maybe 10. Okay. And then my dad had gotten into it about three years prior. Did it start out as this like protein cookie? Yeah. Always. It did. Always. How did they know about protein? Like what was, how did they come up on that? So my dad's partner and his previous partner were, um, bodybuilders. Okay. And they were, used to work at a gold's Venice. Okay. And they got injured or they, something happened where they couldn't, 
lift for a significant amount of time. And they, they loved coffee. So they would go to these coffee shops. And I guess the idea came to him in a coffee shop. Like if I keep eating these pastries without anything good in it. Yeah. Then I'm gonna get, I'm gonna lose. Like yeah, there's, yeah. there's no win. Genius. So, and you know, back then they ate tires and all kinds of crazy. No, nah, that's they, genius. They, I mean, they were trying to get protein any way possible back then. Well, I mean, this is long before so, keto. This is long yeah, before oh, yeah, paleo, Atkins bullshit. Yeah. So they, they, uh, they did that. And the, I believe the reason it's vegan is because soy is a cheap, was at the time a cheaper protein to get than your whey or anything. And, else. and, and I don't even know if it was out. I mean, I. I, I also think that uh, not only is it cheaper, you're, you're probably right, but also there's just there's a different thing with it because it's not a dairy item. Right. I fucking love that. You know, so many genius things in this world that you think were like intentional are actually based on like a cost-benefit analysis or that's what was sure, available sure. at the time yeah, we used yeah, it. Yeah, and then yeah, later absolutely. people were like, that's genius. But absolutely. it's like, no, it yeah. was because that was all that there was. That's right. Yeah, you hear that over and over again. So then, so then, so then he comes to you and he's like, "Dude, I want to make Lenny and Larry's fucking lowriders." Right? So, yeah, so, well, <laughs> you went a little bit overboard on some of that shit. I had to be like, "Dude, that's not gonna work." Like what? Like, like what? I don't know, bro. I think he wanted to have cartoon redesign. Like I don't know. It was something. <laughs> a couple times it was something a little bit far fetched, but the overall idea of what he was trying to do was on. He, this guy wanted to give out like hoodies and hats. To like his accounts and right. get them out, and wanted to go to some trade shows. I right. Mean, I remember, th I remember him showing up with a notepad once, like or a couple times, like ready to take notes because uh, he needed the answers and he needed a way that he could go present it and be taken serious by his dad and the partner. So, I remember him like was talking it out and shit. And so, and what advice? Like, how did you help him? Because not only did you have to tell him like this and that and the other thing, but how did you help him, like? Like, this is how you got to present it. I think I was more about, uh, to, more in, not so much in the technical aspects of it. I got kind of figured out earlier on by, by Tony. I think it was more about, like, a, he was coming to me more like on, like, a confidence building type thing. Like, right. bro, I, they're, they're, he's frustrated. They're not hearing me. And I was like, dude, you need to go in there, and you need to go in there prepared. And you need to say, this is what will happen if we do this, this, and this. Right. These are the outcomes. This is how this supports this. Right. And there's some trade shows and there's some marketing and all. You can't just give away a bunch of stuff. You need to show them how it's going to work. And so it was, it, was, it was helping him articulate the overall vision. Yes. Where the fuck yes. this shit's going. And that if they couldn't take him serious, I guess at one point they were moving you around to different things. And, like, <laughs> and, and I was like, hey, man, you got to, you know, you've got to be a little bit more uh, firm about who you are and, and that you want to be taken serious. And and I think it was a combination of things. And I think I, I, I just I, and I'm just saying, I don't know, but I assume that, you know, it was probably some frustrations and he got to some places where he had to start coming up with some things. And and obviously uh, Tony figured out something and they started to begin to listen. I remember going out there one time to see you yeah. and I saw, and I actually knew the new partner. I go out there and he's like, Oh yeah, hey, well, here's my dad's. And I know the guy because his son played baseball with my son. Right. Nice. And, um, I just remember saying to myself, this guy is so full of himself. He can't hear anything that the dude, because I knew him from baseball. Like so you already knew him. 
yeah. And I was just like, and then Tony's like walking around, he's showing me different shit, and and, uh, <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, this dude needs to, he needs to get in there. They need to listen to Tony a little bit. And like these dudes are kind of, they don't, they don't get, they don't get it, really, right? You know, right? They were thinking too much in front, just at the business, like he's saying. We sell it, and we get the account. We sell the. Account. They weren't thinking about any of the perimeter. They didn't get it. And what? What? And 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 how did it start unfolding, Tony? Yeah. So, so I had a. I I set it up the way I I learned, and I I had a route in L.A. I just had a route that I would go on. So I had you know twenty accounts a week, and I would draw. I would go and I would drop cookies off, and I would. And hold my, on, you're driving cookies around L.A. Yeah, yeah. in his truck. Oh, yeah. In I his truck. A, I had a truck. I would I would go there Loaded in the morning. With boxes. I would load up the truck. I would go get a run or do a workout or do something. And then I would get in the truck and I would just drive around LA and I mapped it out. I had like my West side, my mid city, my Pasadena. Like I just had this whole route mapped out. Like basically I cut LA into four pieces. Right. And uh, I would drive around and I'd meet these people. And I know, I knew based on what I learned is that you have to show up. You have to create a relationship with these people that are bigger than the product because they don't know who we are. Right. But they know who I am. So right. I can go in there. And Mr. Say, Personality. Right. And say, like, hey, I like your shirt. Or, you know, like, I need to, to, to make a mark so that they remember who I am so they don't slam the door in my face. That's what you learned from Steve. We from, saw. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, he, he knew everybody in LA. I mean, oh, we would dude. drive to like. These malls and like all these weird stores <laughs> and like I'm telling you, as soon as he walked in, it was like it was family was here and nice. I, I was like, how does every single person consider you like a brother, like family? Right. I mean, it was incredible. Right. So I mean, that's basically what I did. So and what I, was your strategy? Like, did you wear a cool shirt? Did you go in and put people in a headlock? What did you do? You just ask them how their day is going. Right. You talk. You you get to know if they have a family, if they have kids, what their aspirations are. You know what relationship. I you know, love what, this what, relationship. You know, like what their favorite drink is. You know, I mean, there any just like what we do just. To get to know like a random person walking down the street, you just say, "Hey, what's up?" And I they're love like, this. "What?" Because they're used to like you know some guy in a truck that's just like, "Here, here's your yeah, stuff. Right. Exactly. Get out of here." Right, right, right. right. So, so basically, that's you what started I did. building relationships. Started building relationships. You got out of yourself yeah. and started building relationships because as I remember Tony is a little bit of an introvert. Yes. Right, and you were like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna build these relationships." Yeah. How did you convince your dad? How did you convince? Your dad. When did you finally walk in and you're like, nah, nah, it's going down like this. Tony's got a plan and it's going down like this. And they finally were like, okay, we'll try it. Never. What? <laughs> Not to the end. I what? never did. I never did. You know, the, the running joke until the day I left was I was a, there, I created a Lenny and Larry's within the Lenny and Larry's. What does that mean? So there's Lenny and Larry's company and then there's Tony's version of <laughs> Lenny and Larry's. <laughs> So basically, I, I I sourced my my own person to make T-shirts. My own person, I, I sourced my own graphic designers. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. would ask. I mean, luckily my mom was in charge of writing checks, and she would never <laughs> say no to her son. I signed us up for shows without telling anybody, See, and I would just get my mom to cut a check. You know, I didn't let them know about anything. And after about after the first year, they're their interest, they started seeing results. They started seeing like, oh, wait, this account. And, you know, it wasn't because of me. It was because of them or something they were doing. But, <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, you see, Tony, I told you on, all along. Right, it's a marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to your dad one of these yeah, days. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I mean, 
that's basically how it started. I love it. So you, so at some point you realize, and a lot of people never learn this lesson. Yeah. They're going to a dry well for water. You realize at some point, okay, these guys are never going to fucking give me the green light. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do it on my wow. own. That's it. That's Ask it. for forgiveness, not permission. That's yeah. right. That's well, it. Yeah. I mean, exactly, I would, I would make these like little, uh, these little countertops and they would catch them and they'd be running around the office like, <laughs> where the hell is Tony? I'm going to kill him. <laughs> and I'd be out or I'd be hiding somewhere. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they would get so pissed off when I would do stuff. But I mean, I didn't care. I mean, this is what I needed to do. And then at what point, right, did they finally say to you, like, well, you did well by us, Tony? Yeah. I don't think I don't think that's happened. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't know. I think I think at the as a group at the end, yeah. when we brought in the company that's now managing a majority and we all got together, um, I think we said we did good. I think it was like we all did a great job, but I don't think that I necessarily got the credit. For Let me ask you a question. So what? what so so okay. So we started out with Lenny and Larrys that nobody heard of, which was kind of an obscure bodybuilding cookie, right? Okay, great. And then at some point, you're bringing in a larger company. What percentage value change, Tony? At what point you start? You know, here, how much more did the company become worth when when we finally get to the end? We got another company dealing with it. I mean, percentage wise, we were going about 150 to 200 percent for like three or four years in a row growth. Damn. I mean, it was just like it, we went from we went from a small facility that you went to to like a huge facility. I mean, that I mean, it's huge to now there's two facilities. <sighs> I mean, it just it skyrocketed. I mean, you know, I always say if if there's an account out there. Yeah that likes you and gets behind you. Yeah. That's all all you need is just one. Right. All you need is that Whole Foods, that Sprouts. Dude, Whole Foods. I go to Whole Foods. That fucking Lenny and Larry's is right there. Yeah. Let me, let mean, me ask you Every a flavor. Let, let, just start, we can start to try and get an idea because I've, I've been in sales. I've been in sales for a long time, and I really, I, I feel like I understand. Um, I feel like I understand it, okay? And what I will say is, like, we can get caught in our own little bubbles right here, driving around L.A. and, okay, Lenny and Larry's. But you got to uh, you gotta realize, I could go into a 7-Eleven. Yes. In New York. <sighs> and there's Lenny and Larry's cookies, okay? Look so at his So from 3,000 miles face. away, bro, think about the amount of 7-Elevens there are. Oh. Bro, they had 7 that, And that's just one one account. And yeah, 7-Eleven doesn't like, buy one-offs. Those are big fucking accounts that they distribute. It's massive. And they're broken down into regions. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. The regions. buyers are even broken down into regions. Right. You know? And then you start throwing in your sprouts. Or you start throwing in your whole foods. Then you start throwing in your GNCs. Right. your fucking 24-hour fitness. So we get, right. Because they started going into places that you didn't even know was an account for a protein you wanna, bar. Let me, let me tell you something. First of all. It's retarded. Bro. Listen. Yes, you're you're right. And the other thing that's genius, and I don't think that they obviously from the story they didn't think about it. When you go to any of these places, right, and you go to the the protein bar section, how do you fuck it? It's like a wall of fucking that's bars, crazy. and they all look the same. And it's like, how the fuck? Which one am I gonna pick? Well, they were in before that wall was there. And yeah, it's we, a cookie. It's not a bar. bar. Yeah, right. that's we an alternative. Right, right, right. Protein set in Seven Eleven. I love that. Look yeah. at his face. Look Dude, at his it's, face. It's. I mean, I. I'm not impressed much 
with like real distribution. Right. I've impressed myself with apparel distribution. Like, and people will come to me and be like, I never seen anything like famous, dude, or it cross lines. Like, I just, or, and I know there's bigger you know brands what? and there's I other brands that. that have, okay? But with, with Lenny and Larry's, the, the, the type of like, I understood the numbers because I was traveling nationally yeah. across the country to yeah. my accounts. And I would go into places in Boise, Idaho, or I'd go into Nantucket, or I'd go into, you know, wherever the fuck, Indianapolis, in the airport. Right. Everywhere I fucking turn, Lenny and Larry's. And there'd be, you know, six fucking, you know, 12 pack, 12 cases. You know what I'm saying? Right. Six different cases. And I'm just doing the math through my head. I probably looked at like thousands of cookies on one trip just in the one city. Right. And I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me. Yeah, just yeah. fucking like carpet distribution bombing. was just like, oh. It was it was overwhelming, dude. I was like, it was interesting to actually be know somebody that was actually involved with something that that was that heavily distributed, that touched that many. People How places. hard is it to get that kind of distribution? It's, it's damn near impossible. It's only going to happen to a couple people in life that you're ever going to get something to touch that many places. That's like Coca-Cola level it's, distribution. It's like Marlboro cigarette distribution. Right. It's like Coca-Cola Pepsi distribution. Right. When you it, And that's like, that's gnarly, bro. Right. And I'm going to tell you something. And Tony knows this, okay? <clears throat> Here's the deal. <clears throat> it's not about coming up with the hottest product. It's not about having all the money to, to finance a project. It's not about having the proper manufacturer so you can consistently make this shit. It's not about having the proper shipping facility to ship the shit correctly. All that shit, all of it has to happen all like a drop of water. It all has to happen exactly at the right time, place. Everything has to happen. And then you have to be consistently doing that shit to make it happen every single day, 365 days a year. Holy fuck. That's shit. fucking not fucking easy. That is, that is not easy to do. People fucking knock their brains out their entire life to try to do some shit like that. Bro, and people usually will usually fail because they can't fulfill. <sighs> it's not, see, that's what I'm saying. Like having the hottest shit blow up, like that can be done. I can do that part. But can I find the right fucking people that know how to manufacture it? Can get it into the country on my in my case, it's can it get from China to here without fucking it up on time, made with the right thread count? Can we ship it, manufacture? Can we carry the money for 30 days? Can we you know what I'm saying? <sighs> and when you can get all that together, and then then maybe you can have some of that. But this is the reason why there's not fucking ten thousand Lenny and Larry cookie companies. There's one Lenny and Larry's cookie company. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So that's I, God, just met, that's I, I just, uh, I'm overwhelmed when I see that executed at that level. And it could be for, look at Red Bull. Right. Or something like that. When right. I see right. something and those people are still on a creative level doing Red Bull surfing and jumping off. Like when I see something like that, I'm impressed because I know what it takes to build a brand and get that shit. I mean, I know what it's like to walk into a place in England and see a brand or t-shirts that I created or a brand that I started. And I'm like, fuck, or you see people walking around magic mountain. You're like, God damn, you really do that shit, man. You know? And I saw it with Lenny and Larry's and it was like, 
This, this dude put in a lot of years and it didn't always look pretty. And this guy didn't know how it was going to work and didn't know what he was going to figure out. And didn't, know, didn't, 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 but just showed up. I think that's what this is about. He just showed up, showed up, showed up. And like life takes its course. If you continue to show up, you continue to. That's because, you know, drive. You know Steve put the fear <laughs> of God in Tony Crouch and said, hey, you got to be here at nine, not 901. It's a, it's a great fucking, I, I mean, it don't matter where I go. I talk about Lenny and Larry's cookies. I talk about Tony. <laughs> it know, is good. Intimate, intimate friendship and. And knowing somebody prior to and then watching the whole thing unfold and then having a similar thing unfold in your life and being able to like watch it and know kind of what kind of happens for that to happen. Right. It's just it's just dope shit. You know, it's, it's dope. So listen, a lot of people have written in to me. Uh, they knew you were coming on the show. <laughs> a lot of people wrote in and they had some questions. And one of the questions ev on everyone's mind, right, on everyone's mind, Tony C., Tell us about the money. What's it like? <laughs> tell us about the money. Like, like, tell you started out as a busboy. So listen, this isn't no fucking. You weren't handed this shit. You right. fucking worked it up. So tell us about the money. Like, like, how great is it? You know, it's it's more nerve wracking to have money than almost to not have money. I hear a lot of poor people. I hear a lot of poor people telling you to yeah, shut the fuck a, up. That sounds right. like bullshit to me. But. I mean, there, you, it's, it comes why with a different. It, why is it, it comes with a different setup? Well, because you want to preserve it, right? You want to live off of it. You don't want to blow it. I mean, how many stories do you know of like the Mike Tyson's out Tons. there that have had hundreds Tons. of millions of dollars? Are you saying which... that you have hundreds of millions of dollars, Tony? <laughs> no, but I'm saying how many millions? You how many millions? Said, no. <laughs> how that? many millions? I'm just saying. You you hear stories left and right of people that make a lot of money. And that are on the, I mean, that are, that are done for. They, all right, I mean, all right, they go right. bankrupt. Listen, they don't have money. we don't want to so hear about sage wisdom right now. We want to hear about the fucking money. <laughs> Listen, tell me this. It's tell comfortable, me th but you know, it, it's important to keep your mind moving. It's important <laughs> to keep doing Listen. things to propel. Right. And it, hey. it's, it's, Listen, Look, what's Steve the what's said the, it best? He goes, this doesn't happen every day. So right. The, the chances of me going out and buying a business or getting a partner and recreating and doing the same thing. Again. Zero. I mean, not, zero. not zero, but there's a chance I could do it. But the pressure that comes with like fail, like, you know, like I'm, I've all, I'm a success now. So it's just, it, it's a, it's you a should retire now. much more challenging. Right. Listen, wait, okay. Listen, what's the most like expensive thing you've done? Like, have you gone? I mean, come on, what is what? It's you, buy a house. That's what you do when you make money. Okay, you, buy you bought a house. A house. How many buy, rooms are in this house? There's... Look at he's trying to count. <laughs> Holy shit, ladies and gentlemen, he 16. had to he had to close his eyes to count. Four. Ah, oh, come on. It's four bedroom. All right. You buy a house. Listen, tell people what, you want, what they you really buy want. Your, hey, and you buy your old lady and whatever car she wants. Yeah. Oh yeah. What you kind of car is? Wait, what kind of car did you buy? She has a uh, Porsche Cayenne. Ah! Oh, dude. This guy came by when he got the, tin the windows tinted. Yeah. It's the fucking most beautiful fucking car in the world, bro. I it love was it. breathtaking, bro. Oh, it inspired I love the me. Cayenne. I worked. You want to know something? I thank you. Yeah. Because I started working harder. Good. Because I'm going to get that car. I love the Porsche Cayenne. Oh, it's amazing. God, what it's color beautiful. is it? Is it black? black? It's black on black. Oh, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous, yeah. bro. It's and it's, uh, I got to sit in the car that I'm working to get right now. Which so. you'll get. Yeah, right. absolutely. So what about vacation? What's the craziest vacation you took? So I have two kids. 
Okay. One's a Congratulations. Month. Thank you. And the other one is about Steve to be is two. shaking up protein. Names. Name. Uh, Hunter and Carter. Nice. And uh, Carter's how old now? Carter's one month. One month. One month. month. One month. Yeah. And Carter so. and, and Hunter is what? Almost a year? He's about to be two. About to be month. two. Excuse me. All right. So last year at this time specifically, me and my wife and Hunter went on a six week vacation. Oh, so good. To Tokyo. Yes. That's an expensive place to go. Australia, New Zealand and Hong Kong. What? What? Six weeks, bro. So six weeks. Right. You know you're doing with something right when you take a six-week six vacation right. with your family. Right. With your family. With your family. With, with your kids. Family. With you didn't go kid. to work. No, you no, to no. Vacation with your family. Right. And you when you go with listen, let me tell you something about going with your family. When you go with your family, like a regular guy uh-huh. can kind of stay wherever the fuck he wants to stay. I Stay with the locals. Nah, wanna, uh, but when you travel with the women, uh, with the wife, you gotta take care. Everything's gotta, <laughs> everything's be, gotta be five star. There for six be, weeks, for, there better not be anything that could harm that kid in Hong Kong. That we kid gotta, better be fucking <laughs> right, Tony. We right. had a lot of we had to change a lot of hotels along the way. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I know you did. That's right, bro. Yeah, you did. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. Because so. I got listen, and that's not one person disappearing for six weeks. That's three people. Right. right. Now, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a different question. Uh. Do you still do you eat Lenny and Larry's cookies? No. You can't take it anymore. No, no. you're over it. Can't you can't? can't. Do it. Let me ask you a question. Do they have a test kitchen? <sighs> That's a good question. I haven't been there for a couple years. I'm assuming oh, yeah. they do. Who's the? Is there like someone that's like? responsible for the recipes and stuff like that because i know they they come out with like new flavors all the time right so there's companies out there if you have an existing brand that you could go to and you could basically you pay for formulations and they're all over i mean it's 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 a business so you go to us so they'll go to a specific company and they'll say okay we want to try these things based on the market these are the protein powders or i mean i don't know how they come up with the other companies that are selling stuff that's good right and so can you make me a little potion of it and they drink it and they taste it or they eat it and and they say okay we like the way that 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 mix works now we're gonna try and bake it off and see if it works and that's how they do it they probably do that every quarter they're trying to create a new flavor pumpkin is there gonna be a pumpkin spice lenny and larry's coming through There's been a pumpkin spice. There has oh, yeah. been pumpkin, yep, and lemon poppy. Lemon poppy makes lemon sense. Lemon poppy's good. Lemon yeah, poppy, one. it's good. It's, it's good. good. Yeah, I'm yeah. all about the chocolate chip on chocolate. Yeah, that's that's oh, my jam, dude. Ch- double chocolate chip. Double chocolate. That thing's bomb. That one and the chocolate chip are my two favorites. Dude, if I didn't get fat, I would just fucking eat, eat like a d- every twenty minutes. Two, I would be fucking easily. Yeah. Until I got guys. until I got to the place of, uh, uh, of, of Tony over here, and I'm like, I can't touch that fucking cookie ever again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still, I still, I still love that brand. There was a point in time where, I think, I think there was one point in time where we had, I think it was a uh, Little Wayne's manager, a Birdman's manager, <laughs> was crazy about the Lenny and Larry's brownies, and I oh. was like a freak for these chocolate brownies with peanut butter, right? And so we're at my office one day at Young and Reckless, and D, one of the owners of Young and Reckless, is like. Dude, Birdman's manager or Lil Wayne's manager loves. Dude, can can we arrange this, Tony? And Tony's like, no problem. So Tony does whatever he does, and bam. The next thing you know, it's like a week later or a few days later, and we get like, he gets like the email. He's like, dude, like Young Money 
young cash money like their offices hit us up and dude was like throwing up some peace sign he had like stacks all <laughs> desk encrusted with like gold and diamonds just like yo Oh, that's you the know, best. And he had fucking brownie boxes. He's just like, yo, you guys hooked it up. Oh. Who's the crazy? Hey, who's the craziest person you ever met off a of, off of cookies? I mean, run DMC. I yeah. mean, get Daryl McDaniels. His manager used to text me every time he was in town, and I'd have to meet him on like uh, Hollywood and Highland at this hotel that he used to stay at, and I'd have to drop him off. A bunch of cookies. And if I didn't come through, I mean, I would hear from his manager like nonstop all the time. Holy really? shit. And I, I, I had to meet him at in Venice because he was getting a workout in. But uh. yeah, that was. <laughs> he, he was on it for a long time. Run DMC. Celebrity relationships. Yeah, yeah. I was, love it. He, he is obsessed with the cookies. I mean, I, mean I, had to, I had to overnight six boxes of cookies to florida because he was going on a tour in like europe somewhere or africa or somewhere where he 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 knew that he wasn't gonna be able to have access to him so he needed enough to make it through his trip holy shit yeah wow when i want a lenny and larry's cookie yeah and i'm anywhere i'll stop and if they don't have it at like the exxon or over here and, and until i can find it I ain't buying nothing else. Ain't no buying no other there's protein nothing, drink or protein drink. Nothing. There's, I have to have that. There's nothing even close to that. There's nothing. There's absolutely. I mean, dude, they have bars. Like at least three quarters of those bars taste like shit. Yeah, they do. I right, gotta like tell garbage. You, I gotta tell you. I gotta be honest. Do yes, it. Please. Do it. I gotta come with honesty. Do of it. Of course. I, I don't eat. I don't eat Lenny and Larry's because it's just too many damn calories. Yeah, it's it, a is. Lot. it is. Four hundred calories. It is. It is. Ton, bro. It's I gotta eat the Quest bar, dude. Because listen, Quest Bar, Quest Bar is a good bar. It is a good bar, but it's not vegan. No, you know what I hate about Quest Bar is after you're done, it, there's like a little gasoline flavor. Yeah, dude, tongue. there is. Uh, it's like left a, over, a, like on yeah. your teeth or something, right? That's, That's why, the only yeah. thing I don't like about it. Listen, I stopped eating the bars. I stopped eating the bars, the cookies, and all that shit because there's too many calories in it, and I switched up to straight. Bulk pea protein power, flavorless. Like it's flavor. There's no flavor in what I eat, right? And I just fucking drink that, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck flavor. I don't need that. 24 grams of protein for 110 calories. It's mine. Dude, you're it's an great. alien, though. You're I don't yeah. give a fuck if I'm <laughs> fucking from Mars. I'm not dealing dealing with that. But then I can eat more fruits and vegetables because I got a higher calorie count, so I can hit it. And I only eat um, the the cookie now. But I, I don't love eat the it as a I don't eat it as a protein source. Right now it's a treat. Yes, it's a right. treat for me. Right. So I have one of those cookies. I was having one oh. once a week. Oh. Once a week I stop somewhere and I get that oh. that Straight cookie right. But then I started I went, having it twice a week, or not twice a week. Every other weekend. Well, only it only happened twice. No, listen. What twice happened was Adam here and I ate it. I was like, oh my listen, god. No, listen, listen. Let's stop the madness. Let's just stop the fucking madness. I went to Smart and Final. Because I'm like, I'm a book guy. I'm like, dude, I ain't paying no retail price for one. I'm going to buy 10. So I went over to Smart and Final, and, 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 and they got them at Smart and Final on the book. Sure, sure. So I fucking bought two, three. I got the chocolate chip and the double chocolate. Yeah. And I brought it here, and I thought, you know what? It's going to be cool, whatever. And people, we ate a couple, and we're like, yeah, this is good, da 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 And then they sat in the office, and I'm like, you know what? I'll just let my staff eat them. I'm not going to fuck. I fucking snuck in there, and I, I finished all. it. That's right. the, the, entire week, the entire week, I had, I, and I couldn't, and, and I had to not eat for like <laughs> yeah, four yeah, hours yeah. because four it was days. a full That's meal. Yeah. Yeah. I can have right. I can have eighteen hundred calories a day. 
All right. That's four. That's four cookies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fuck that. You weren't spending it on that. <sighs> that's why yeah. I didn't bomb this time because I'm like I can't have. Them I around. hear you, bro. And you know, I know something. It's better that they're not around. That's how they got into every place. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and fucking uh, because back when I wasn't leaning out, when I was just like a fucking yeah. Fuck, yeah. Bro, you know, um, he was getting me the brownies, right? Yeah. So I'd eat fucking two brownies a day. <laughs> a day, right? It's and easy. And I eat them, and, and I'm thinking, 400 calories, 400 calories. I'm like, yeah, it's 400 calories, but big no fucking deal. I'm fucking pumping, eating. Right. And I'm doing it two times a day. Then I realized that that a half a brownie is a serving. Right. So they're 800 calories. Holy shit. The brownie shit. is supposed to be broken in half. Yeah. I remember I was like, I was five boxes into like 10 that he brought me. <laughs> I just brought the boxes to work and opened them up for everybody. I go, I'm done. Uh, and then now it's just a cookie every now and then as a treat. Yeah. You know but that, not everybody's as serious as like into fitness as like these that's two right. guys are. No. So right. like for, either, for a know, majority of the people aren't eating, they're eating like 3,000, 4,000 calories. Oh, right. Exactly. It's a snack. I mean, it, yeah. they look at it like, hey. Right. Instead of having a Snickers bar and like my doctor says you just get something healthier and they don't want to eat the bars. They just want to have a cookie right, because exactly. it's like similar. So. That's why it does so well, yes. bro. Because it's crushed. got a healthy cookie. It, it's exactly. got, it, it hit that sweet spot between health and snacks. Exactly. hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah, and, and, and that was whoever it was that said like complete cookie. Yeah. Right? Complete, complete cookie. That yeah. was genius. Like yeah. it's yeah. nutri it's got your nutrients in it. Like oh, you yeah. just that's all Super you need to eat. Like yeah, 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 listen, yeah. the next thing is you gotta send it through on NASA. Be like, look, this is what the astronauts are eating. Fucking complete cookie. That's what it is. Have them up there floating oh, with the be, goddamn cookie. If, you know, listen, if you can find that sweet spot, that right. sweet little spot that yeah. means a whole bunch of like good shit to somebody, yeah. you're winning, bro. Oh. But Dude, everything has it. Yeah, right? well, there's, there's a sweet spot stuff. for everything. Right. Right, you just have to find, find it. it. And, exactly. it take, and that's what takes the work and that's what takes the time. And that's, I mean, the market will dictate whether you sell your product or not. Right. Let me ask you this. So now you're a very successful man, right? I've gotta I've gotta believe, right, that your wife, like, she throws rose petals at your feet. I mean, she's got a cayenne, you travel to the best places to protect the kids. That's like every woman's dream. So I gotta believe that she's got like, you know, a plush pillow for his balls when he comes home. He's got like air conditioning that if he's pillow for his balls. If he speaks up, she calms down yeah, and says, Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, hey. that's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Is that how it is? She's pretty fantastic. Oh! <laughs> that was just basically that, you know, it yeah. is going down like that. Yeah, that's, that's really basically what he's saying. Like All right? Do good. Yeah. Exclusive. World. Do good. Exactly. She takes care of me. That's perfect. Yeah. Look at him. Look and at you want to know match. something? You know, that? how long you been with her? Five years. Okay. Because that's, to me, that's something that's, if I, like, I was when I'm with, when I was with a woman or with a chick or whatever it might be after I had some financial success I meet them and I'm having financial success you guys get where I'm going yeah, yeah. that's one thing but with a woman that knew me prior when I didn't have anything right like the mother of my kids like Jessica you know something it there's it's just different it's like you can sink your teeth into that shit or if the woman's been with you through the, the ups, ups and, and the downs, downs right you know um, and so five years, I mean, you've been with this girl a while. Yeah. You know? I mean, we had a, a, uh, we went from like a thousand square foot apartment 
to you know to, right. to a house right. in the marina. So. Right. That's great. A ha- wait, wait, so a house where? In the marina, Marina del Rey. Holy shit. Like, like if people don't know, a house in the dude, if you get like <laughs> a like most people yeah, yeah. Most people get they, they get listen, most people got a condo in the marina if you did well. Right. If yeah. you did well, yeah, you got yeah, a, condo yeah, a condo in Marina del Rey. With a parking space downstairs. Right. One, right. One. Exactly. That's if right. you did well. well yeah. yeah. Those are but, doctors and lawyers. Oh, exactly. With successful doctors and lawyers. Right. Successful. Yeah. Right. And here's Tony. Tony Crouch. How old are you, Tony? 38. 38, motherfucker. I love this guy. Cookie Cookie, (laughs) Tony Crouch, complete cookie fucking. Fucking Dropping a dime on a motherfucking uh, Cayenne. Took the window. Don't touch it. (laughs) 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 He's got a house in Marina Del Del Rey. Holy shit. Covered in cartoon tattoos. I love. I kid out of here. Listen, when I first saw Tony, right? I mean, dude, when we saw Tony in the early days, and I remember, I'm not going to cast dispersions. I won't name names. But I remember the arm candy he was running around with back oh, in those days, right? That was, remember that? Yeah, well, sometimes yeah, you just yeah, got to yeah. get what you get. Yeah, Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. remember I mean, that? Listen, if I fucking wrote a book oh. <laughs> on Tony. <laughs> yes. All right? And you I know put what? a picture of him on the cover. The next Stephen Chumahan project. Bro, and I put a picture of him on the cover with the cartoon tattoos. Yes. The little five o'clock shadow. Yes. With the cayenne in the background. Yes. Yes. Dude, do you know how many books he'd sell? Listen. Every fucking kid in America is going to be wanting to sit down with you going, dude, how did you figure it out? Like, That's how, it. Like, how did you know? Like, how did you? Dude, that's our next project. Telling Tony, you, let us let us put together the book about your genius, how you went. We could dude, scare him. Dude, dude, have him sit Every kid with... in the world would want to be you. I... And we'll put a Rolex on your fucking. All he needs is the Rolex. Right. just like this. Right. With the Tank top. Leg. Dude, you'll. Fucking kill it, bro. Every kid will want to be like, how did you turn a fucking cookie into that? Fucking, how did you do that shit, dude? You're balling with, with cart and got legitimate, got the cartoon tattoos. Right. Before all that happened. Right. Struggled to get them. Right. You could take cookies dude, all the way dude, to run DMC, <laughs> motherfucker. I'm telling you, you bro. Understand that? You uh, underestimate, bro. You, you underestimate under- who you like. Listen, Steve. Oh, no. Steve, if I told you, like, like, if I told you like 20 years ago, I'm like, listen, listen. I'm gonna fuck <laughs> this guy was asking me for advice. Listen, dog. <laughs> listen if, I, if, 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 if I would have said to you, like, look, dude, I'm gonna make a fucking cookie mm-hmm. that is gonna be so fire. That I'm gonna be fucking, I'm gonna be on speed dial by Run DMC <laughs> and I'm gonna run up there off a cookie. Off a fucking cookie. You wouldn't have believed it. You wouldn't have believed it. Right? I'd have prayed for you, but yeah. I wouldn't believe it. If I would have said, like, I'm gonna build a shoe, I'm gonna make a song, I'm gonna make a movie, I'm gonna make clothes, you'd be like, okay, maybe. That's possible. But I'm like, nah, I'm gonna make a fuck. Listen, guys, I got it. I'm gonna make a cookie. And this cookie is gonna be so on point. That I'm gonna be fucking walking through the halls of celebrities carrying my cookies, <laughs> right? Delivering cookies like a dope dealer, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I wrong, Tony? No, that's exactly how it went yeah, down. Yeah. I always show up with like a suitcase full of cookies and like and people it acting like and people acting like they're dope, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was crazy. They yeah, couldn't they wait. Go, they're and, going and, like this with their hands. <laughs> and like, they're all like, <laughs> this. They're like, oh yeah, fucking crazy. And I dude. looked at that's how I looked at them. I'm yeah. like, you guys are out of your mind. Like seriously. <laughs> I can't even eat this stuff. Dude, hey, you know what? Like waiting in a parking lot, looking in rear view yeah, mirror. Yeah, 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 yeah,
Page him again. Hit him. Why is he I'm here? only going to wait another hour. Yeah. That's it. Damn. I fucking love that. But you know what? There's something genius about the cookie, though, is that there's probably maybe cake might be the only other one, and maybe ice cream, where that emotional bond at such a young age, yeah, that grown yeah, man yeah, would yeah, rub their yeah, hands yeah. together and be like, oh, yep. the cookie's coming. Agreed. Tony Crouch. Cake and ice cream would be the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. The cookie's, cookie's coming. Dude, Tony, don't let me. D- Tony, this is Run DMC, Tony. <laughs> I just, I got to fucking, I'll give you one All of my. All the kid th- comes out, you know. Oh, yeah. Tony, this is Eminem. I'll give you one of my Grammys, brother. Don't let me down. Bring that fucking cookie. I need that cookie right now. And I'm in the bad way, Tony. I'm, I'm like shaking, man. I'm not, I normally I say this and I don't mean it, but this time I'm really fucked up, man. I need this fucking cookie. Tony, bring me the Lenny and Larry. I don't even care. You could even take a bite out of it on the way over, man. I don't know. I feel my energy draining. I need that protein cookie. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? I mean, it, it gets intense. I love that. <laughs> this fucking guy. I love this guy. Tony, Tony Crouch. Crouch. Tony, Tony Crouch. Tony Crouch. Thank you for coming here, Tony. Thanks for having me. Thank you for Tony coming, Crouch. Brother. Love you, man. Genius. All right. All right. Yeah, 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 right.